Let's go Bruins. Oh, it's about that time. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now here are your hosts, Blaine Harding and Cindy Herrera. Hello, Baldwin Bruins Boards podcast listeners. Today we are here with the marksmanship um, players named... I'm Megan Engelhart. I'm a captain and a senior, and I also play varsity field hockey and varsity lacrosse. I'm Sophia Ali. I'm a varsity member of the marksmanship team, and I also play softball. And you guys already know I'm Blaine Harding, Jr., and Cindy is not here with me today, so it's just me. So the first question is, not many people know about marksmanship, so you guys, can you guys give us a little explanation on what you guys do and maybe the, cap, the captains and the coach? Okay, so I'm one of the captains as well as Gabby, who is also a senior. We're the two senior players. And basically what we do is every day we go to the Nassau County Public Range and we take usually between six to ten people and we take our air rifles with us we have four um, pneumatic rifles which are air rifles and then we have four or five pump action rifles which you pump yourself to get the uh, air and pellets in and then we set up and then it's two lines of 30 minutes so there we're there for about two hours and then we come back here and we head home and how do you guys choose which rifle you guys want to shoot with? Um, basically, when you're a freshman or a sophomore, you start on the pump actions, and then you're moved up to a pneumatic, which are the air rifles. And from there, you basically just figure out the one that's most comfortable for you. So I initially started on Chewy, and then I ended up liking Junior a lot more, and that's what I've been shooting for the past two years. How about you, Sophia? What do you shoot? Um, I shoot a new rifle we recently got. She's named Scarlet. It's a pneumatic, but I did start on a pump action, and basically it's like the better you get, the more likely you're going to be put on a pneumatic rifle. And how did you guys, because I'm hearing names, so how did you guys get around to naming these rifles? Did you guys name them yourselves, or you just got them like that? Personally, I didn't name Scarlet myself. It was named after the past director who funded getting the new rifle and then all the other rifles were named by the time we got I got there I believe that all the rifles were named by the time I got the chance to play would you guys if you guys could name a rifle what would you name it oh that's a good question Axel <laughs> Axel? Axel Axel okay okay what would you name it Megan uh, I don't know I feel like I have no idea. I feel like Percy. I've always liked Percy? the name Percy. I feel like that's that could super be a cute. Fun. I love that you guys named them. I feel like it gives them more of a personal connection. Yeah. More personal if you guys named it yourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should implement oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So how do you guys even hear about marksmanship, and how do you guys keep yourself interested in it? Um, so when I was a freshman, we were still doing like the hybrid thing. So the winter season started first, but it started, I believe, around. This, like, it started around the same time that it usually does, but because it was already in the school year, 
there was like a meeting where my I had a friend who found out about it and was interested in it, and I thought it sounded interesting, and that friend ended up not being able to play. But when I joined, I discovered that a teammate of mine from field hockey and lacrosse was also playing the sport. And then I just ended up sticking with it because it's really interesting sport and you meet a lot of interesting people. Um, actually, I didn't even hear about it or want to go in it. Oh. Um, Mr. Palumbo, he's the coach of the sport and he was also my biology teacher. And then he saw, I'm like, I was doing well in his class and I was doing well in my other classes. And he saw that I had played no sports coming into the school year. And he told me I needed a sport and he told me to try out for this. So that's how I ended up playing. And I just ended up sticking with it because like, for some reason, like when you get like a high score, it's kind of like satisfactory. It's like, it gives you some sort of like a kick if it's like, but not in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, not in a weird way. Yeah, because it's such um, a mentally demanding sport because it's the way it's set up, it's you in your little area and you have your targets 10 meters away or 10 yards away from you. You have to be like quiet your mind and calm yourself down so that you can focus on getting the best score you can. So when you're able to do that, it's just very gratifying to have that score. So you said it's very like individual based. So how do you... Um, deal with the pressure while shooting how do you like what do you do to prepare going into the range and what do you do while in the range to prepare for shooting um I feel like you have to you have to like be able to like calm yourself down usually if I'm having like if you have caffeine or sugar beforehand you have to drink water to like push that out of your system because you'll get shaky and if I am shaky while I'm shooting, I take a second, because you it's timed, you have 30 minutes to get your sheets done. So I take a few seconds and breathe and steady myself so I'm better able to calm myself down. Okay. Um, honestly, I try to like, you, I try to like eat before and then maybe get a nap in or like get yourself to the point like where you're kind of tired and super calm so your body is like, already pretty steady and try not to like overexert yourself during some certain things like before you get to practice like maybe don't go for a run or like right. try to do anything like really mentally tasking like AP physics homework <laughs> <laughs> but like besides that try to keep yourself as calm as possible so well you guys don't know this so is that why you guys shoot first round that's if you for the listeners, first round is like there's two lines that go. So first round would be the first people that go when, when you get there, and then the second round would be the people who go after that. So is that why both of you prefer shooting first round? So you that you guys think you're in the calmest mindset? Um, do you want to go first? Um, I personally shoot first line because like, especially during match days. I get like kind of anxious the longer I wait to shoot. And once you start getting anxious, I feel like you start getting antsy. And then once you get antsy, you start getting fidgety, which leads you to like shoot poor. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I also feel like being on first line, I'm able to like relax on the bus. I come in and we set up and I'm able to like have my music on and set up and be very calm. And then once I'm finished shooting, I can help score, and then I can do any homework I need to, or I can read, or I can just take another nap while I wait for the second line to finish. So it gives me kind of a longer break than if I were to shoot on second line, I feel like. Okay. And how do you, I know you guys shoot air rifles, and I'm assuming you guys don't have your own air rifles at home. Um, so, correct? 
Yes, that is <laughs> correct. <laughs> um, so, how do you guys train in the off season to prepare for end season? I personally, there's a PAL program at Valley Stream that I go to, which I find it's it's really good. They help you shoot in like the 90s, which is usually really good for people. But that's pretty much all I do. But the program only really goes from, like, September to the start of the season in November. So besides that, I honestly don't prepare for it. Yeah, it's a very difficult sport to try and prepare prepare for. So me personally, I don't really have time in my schedule to do the PAL like Safaya does because I do a fall and a spring sport. So I don't have that space to, like, take the time and do that. So for me, it's more of, like, just being able to keep those skills that I can use to kind of keep myself relaxed when I'm shooting. And when you're shooting, you're also standing. It's a 30 minute, you're just standing straight up. Um, so like, I feel like my running sports also kind of help me like my legs not okay. be super stiff. I don't know if that makes sense, but. Whatever yeah. works. And going back to the, you guys being like, having to depend mostly on yourself as an individual during the shooting time when you guys get a bad shot or you're a beat even a bad sheet how do you guys come back for that if you do come back from it on your second sheet honestly when i'm shooting and i feel like i've got like a really bad shot there's like a scope that you look through while you're shooting if i feel like i got really bad shot honestly just don't look through the scope to like see it so if I got really a, like a really poor shot, I ignore it, pretend it didn't happen, recollect myself, and then shoot again. And usually I'll improve by then. And if I get like a bad sheet, I usually like take a break, take a second, like calm my mind down completely. Because like when you shoot poor, you get frustrated because you're like, this is not that hard. Why am I doing so bad? So like I usually just calm myself down, like rewire myself, get myself ready again, and then start the new sheet. Like I didn't even shoot the first one. But in reality, it is a pretty difficult sport. Yeah. You're shooting from yeah. a, a good distance, and the sheet isn't humongous. It's not like a body sheet. It's, it's like an a little eight by eleven piece of paper. Yeah. Eight by eleven piece of paper, y'all. Y'all heard it here. It's yeah. it's pr- it's a pretty difficult sport yeah. that I feel like people take for granted sometimes. At yeah. least the people in the school take for granted sometimes because it's not as easy as it seems. Yeah, yeah it's a deceptive. lot of yeah. a lot of freshmen definitely come in thinking they're gonna do like freaking like amazing and get like scores in like the 80s or the 90s and then they'll get that first 45 and then just yeah. completely yeah. be like oh yeah yeah for reference to be on like the jv sheet uh team you have to be shooting i believe consistent 50s or 60s yeah. and to be on the varsity you have to be shooting consistent 70s and 80s so i didn't start start shooting 80s until like the end of my sophomore or like beginning of my junior season and um yeah like it's it's a deceptive sport. When you look at it, you think it's very easy, but you have to have that ability to like keep yourself steady. Yeah, definitely. Um, how does Mr. Palumbo play a role in your training or motivation to keep doing the sport? He's usually, like, when you first start the sport, he's going to be your like starting coach. He's going to give you like the very baseline of everything you need to do to like prepare yourself to shoot, to try to shoot. Like, he's going to give you the very, like, basic like the most basic things you could really get and then eventually he'll put a older shooter like a varsity shooter on you to watch you and help you coach you and bring you another level from the basics he just taught you and he's also kind of there like a 
He's kind of like moral support, like the like the team funny guy. Palumbo's definitely there to like help keep us like kind of sane, cause he can tell when the varsity shooters like that you he, you can tell based on definitely. our body language right. if we're disappointed in how we're doing. So he's kind of there to just help us, because it's such an individual sport. I can't like if I'm coaching someone, I can't look through their gun and see the exact same thing that they're seeing. So he has to be able to help us with our like body positioning, like based on the way your feet are spaced or how far apart from the wall they are, it's gonna affect where you're shooting. So he helps us to like adjust and just better understand how we can learn to adjust ourselves without his help. And also um, we have offhand stands, which is what you prop your rifle on when you're like in between shots. And he helps us adjust those if during prep time, which is like the first three minutes before a match where you're just getting yourself steady and making sure you have everything prepared. So he's kind of just there to teach us how we can do what we need to do to the best of our ability. And he's also just very helpful in keeping us, keeping our spirits up. Like he's never gonna be upset at us. He's just gonna be happy that we're trying our best and that he knows we can do better the next day. And I think he's like that, like he's not hard on us because, or you guys, because he knows how difficult the sport is. He understands. I think him himself, I don't think he's the best shooter himself either. He isn't. He hasn't, he doesn't like shoot. Like usually you see your coaches sometimes will like run a drill and demonstrate how they do it. I think I've seen him take shots on a piece of paper like three times max and they've <laughs> never been bullseyes. <laughs> I think the best shot one time was recently he shot a minus three on yeah. his first try. Which Just for me, it. a minus three is like my worst pull. I'll, right. Like the worst I'll get is maybe a minus five, but a minus three I'll be upset about and that's his best. Right. So, Sophia, going back to you saying that you sometimes, or the older kids sometimes, um, coach the younger kids, the people first coming in, what do you implement in your teaching styles to maybe help them when they first um, start? Well, usually I let them like since Palumbo's already taught them some, I usually just let them run their basics and like just start like shooting and like after like maybe five or four shots, if they're consistently like bad, I'll step in and maybe help them try to like adjust their feet, like reposition themselves, ask them questions like, did you eat today? Did you drink water today? Like, are you normally very jittery? Are you normally like a very energetic person? Or, and if I see them like getting like hard on themselves because they're not performing as well as they thought they would I usually just tell them like this is not as easy a sport as you may have thought it is it's a much harder much more like tasking sport to grasp and you're never and I mean never going to get it on your first try yeah that's very true like when I'm coaching people it's very much baby steps you're walking them through this is the first time they've most likely the first time they've ever shot an air rifle in this kind of setting or at all. So you need to take them through the very basics, which Palumbo usually does for us. And then the coaches will come or the like varsity members will come and we'll watch them shoot a few times. And then we'll walk them through the baby steps and just help them to better understand what they're doing and hopefully improve on what they're doing. How do you guys, if you guys do build team chemistry because I know in a lot of other sports like lacrosse or um, softball I know there's a lot of team bondings maybe or um, there's at least some degree of 
team community or com- com- like friendship. Because mm, um, you have to camarad- play with each other. Camaraderie. Um, <laughs> with you guys. So how do you guys um, accomplish that? Um, I feel like you, when, because it's one and two lines, and you also have to set up everything beforehand, setting up, we're making small talk, and then usually I'll be, like last year I was a bit closer with the people who are on my line, because when the second line shooting, you're talking with the people who are on the first line, or you're scoring with the people who are on the first line, and then usually the seniors will be able to talk to everyone, because they're kind of they're either the captains or they're seniors, so they have a responsibility to kind of take charge and kind of get to know everyone better. And then I feel like you definitely bond with your line as you're going. And then in the beginning, during setup, and at the end during breakdown, you're going to be talking and just getting to know everyone better. I feel like it's like those moments, like during setup, where we're all like like in the same area and we're all like doing the same thing I feel like it'd be really awkward if we didn't talk to each other so in that situation we're kind of like forced to talk to each other but then I also feel like it's during breakdown because like during breakdown everybody's shot you're usually asking the new players oh how'd you do or like somebody's asking you how you did like you're all like talking about the same thing and I like after a while eventually you build those bonds with the people who are on the team so it's like it's just in like the little moments that happen all, like while you're offline. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Getting down to the last few questions here. Are you guys thinking about joining any rival team in college? What do you guys plan to do with like your shooting skills that you've acquired doing the sport? That's a very good question. I feel like this specific skill is very niche and kind of difficult to find at a college. And me personally, I'm not looking into um, continuing a college, at a college level, but I feel like it's definitely helped me to like improve on my like breathing and just stress management skills because I've been able to calm myself down and prevent myself from being super shaky while I'm shooting. So I feel like there are definitely some aspects that'll definitely just help in like the stressful environment that is college, but you can definitely pursue a scholarship for this kind of thing because it's so niche and not a lot of people do it. And I also just feel like it helps build, like, focus and, like... Definitely. Stuff like that. Touching on the scholarship thing, like, especially with it, you have to be an honors student with good grades to even get into the sport. So that would really help with the scholarship thing. But personally, if there's a chance for me to do it in college, I'll do it. Like, why not? Like, just for the fun of it. Because, like, I do enjoy, like being able to like shoot well and know that I shoot well and then get those like high sh- like high scores in my sheets and I'm just like yeah go me <laughs> but like it's like it's really like such like a niche thing that like if I don't find in a high in college I'm gonna like I'm gonna be like okay and then find something else to do like it's not something that's like so like tasking that it's like oh, I put all my time into this. I'm going to be so upset if I can't do this in college. It's like something like, yeah, I put my time into this. Yeah, I got the results I wanted. But if I can't do it in my future, okay. I mean, I had my time. It was a good run. It was was fun. Okay. Interesting view. Um, Last question. 
can you guys i know you guys already kind of shared a little funny moment about mr palumbo but do you guys have any other funny moments that you guys want to share with our listeners that have occurred during practices or games or stuff like that doesn't have to be this year because i know you guys have continued with with the sport throughout all. yeah so any memory you have of the sport um i there's one that's coming to mind that Palumbo does. He has this bit where he calls the seniors senior citizens because once they get to the senior year, they take kind of longer to get ready and or they'll get ready really fast and then everyone else is taking too long, so they'll leave. And then by the time they come back, they're, everyone else is ready to set up. So he calls them senior citizens because they take a while to get ready. And I think that's... a the fact that he's kept the bit going for so long is pretty (laughs) funny um so that's a wrap for the questions now let's head on to the bear spot segment of today's episode if you guys don't know what that is it's basically i'm going to ask um the two ladies rapid fire questions about marksmanship so safaya is going to be going first are you guys ready yes okay first question what are the first shots you take when shooting called um ciders how many shots must you shoot in total to qualify for scoring 10 what is the max score a team can get in a competition 600 what you can't steal (laughs) what what is the max score you can get as an individual 200 how many people can shoot on bars shoot on varsity six how many qualify Four. What is the top team in the county for marksmanship? Probably Valley Stream. What is it called when you shoot one, one target twice? Oh, I don't even know. A double <laughs> shot. <laughs> when is is the last time the team went to finals? Uh, that was two years ago. That was twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's. Who were the last individuals to go to to finals? Mayago. Oh, no. Darlene and Abby something. How long has the marksmanship program been around? Do you have leading to say with this question? Probably the 80s. I'm going to guess 87. So the ladies both got one question wrong, so we do have a tiebreaker question that they're going to buzz in for to answer. Are you guys ready? Sure. Yeah. How long has Mr. Palumbo been coaching for? I want to say like 15. Whoever gets as closest, I'll give it to you. I'm going to go with, like, 10. 15 and 10? The answer is since 2005, 15, 18 years. So, she, so Megan has won the Bear Spot segment of today's episode. Woo-hoo. She gets a sticker. <gasps> <laughs> so that is today for today's episode. Thank you, Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast listeners. Um, today, the girls do have a match at Valley Stream, the, per, the top county competitors right yeah yeah Yeah. so wish them luck um they do not have an instagram but you can join them next year um if you want the information go to mr palumbo and yeah follow us on all social media platforms we are on spotify apple podcast stuff like that we'll see you next week for next week's episode and tune back in Bye. bye bye That'll do it for this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Tune in next week for more interviews, hot takes, and everything Baldwin Sports. And be sure to follow us on social media at Bruins Podcast.